Packers Daily with Jason Mertides. All right, here it is, a August 2nd edition of Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez. Hard to believe that a year ago is when things were just getting underway in the bubble. You've got the culmination of last year's season where the Flyers went 3-0 in the bubble in that pseudo round robin against Tampa, Boston, and Washington, and then ultimately making it to a Game 7 in the second round against the Islanders to being knocked out. An offseason that we saw very little change with the exception of Matt Niskanen retiring, Eric Gustafson signing, and some other minor tweaks to now a whole other season being played where the Flyers did make the playoffs and a litany, a long list of changes that have taken place this offseason. And I guess what we're doing at this point is we're counting down the days, 73 days until the Flyers drop the puck on the 2021-2022 season against the Vancouver Canucks to open up the season at the Wells Fargo Center with four straight home games coming up on October 15th. That's pretty much what we're at down to at this point. We've seen a lot of changes. Will we see more? Possibly. Um, most of the heavy lifting, I believe, is done for Chuck Fletcher, but we'll see how that plays out. One of the many moves that uh, Chuck Fletcher was able to make was getting the deal done for Sam Moran. We're going to hear from him coming up in an episode this week. Also getting the move done uh, for, obviously, Keith Yandel, who was a buyout uh, in Florida, and we're going to hear from Keith Yandel and Kevin Hayes together in Wednesday's episode. But in this episode, a reacquisition of sorts because the Flyers, he played seven games for the Flyers in the 2020 NHL regular season. He was acquired just before the trade deadline and then played those seven regular season games, then the two rounds of the playoffs in the aforementioned round robin. And it is Nate Thompson. He now returns to the Flyers, signing as a free agent acquisition and he joins us on this episode of flyers daily nate how you doing i'm doing good thank you yeah it's uh it's good to be back yeah uh, let's talk about the decision that you had to make because you're a free agent you're out there and and you're looking at teams and you're looking at opportunities and uh you end up here back with the flyers how'd you come to the decision well it was uh it was a very easy decision for me um you know there were some other teams that were involved but i i think overall with the fit um you know, being familiar with the coaching staff, the group of guys, and, and to be honest, you know, how good of a fit it was for me when I was there, you know, previously, uh, it was kind of a no-brainer for me. And, uh, you know, you've seen all the things that Chuck has done and all the moves he's made, uh, you know, this off season, And it's, uh, it's you know, it's really exciting. You know, it, it's, a, it's a team, I think, that uh, wants to win, and, um, and that's what I want to do, too. Uh, let me ask you, Nate, because as a player, what does that look like to you from as a player looking for a place for your next gig and, and where you're going to you know, come and play for another season and sign a contract when you do see all those moves uh, from you know, who was added and, and some of the pieces that were moved out and you look at that as a player, what does that tell you? Well, it just tells, tells me and I'm sure it tells all the other guys that uh, that you know, Chuck and the organization want to win now too. And I think whenever you get that, uh, you know, that support and that, you know, that investment that they make, um, you know, that they believe in the group and to add some really important pieces and some really good players to, you know, to the lineup, you know, it's exciting. You know, I've, I've talked to more than a few guys in the team and, and every single guy is the same, you know, everyone can't wait to get going. Everyone's pumped up and, um, you know, it's just a really good feeling going into the start of the season. You've played for eight different teams in your career. 
Um, was it, what is it about the Flyers that, that kind of lured you back to? You know, you, you mentioned you know the coaching staff and, and all those things, and you know some of the players and their familiarity. Um, playing in Philadelphia is going to be part of that. I mean, you were here for seven games prior to no fans. Um, but playing here in front of fans is a different ball game. You've come to the, the, this arena and, and taken on the Flyers as an opponent, so you know that. Uh, what is it? What's the hook with the Flyers right now? Well, I, like I said, I think it's pretty much everything. Um, you know, I think when you go into free agency, you kind of look at the whole picture, the whole you know the whole fit, and uh, the group of guys. Like I said, I, I think it's a great group of guys, great cool group of guys, and, and I really enjoyed uh, my time when I was there. Um, it, like I said, it was just a good fit, you know. And then my, you know my role. Um, you know, how I was used uh, as, as a player there. And, um, you know, and then obviously, you know, playing for the Philadelphia Flyers, you know, that's a, it's a pretty cool opportunity. And, you know, in the short time that I got to do it, I loved it. And um, it's just one of those things where I, I think, you know, overall everything fit for me. So uh, I was super excited to jump on that, you know, jump at the opportunity. Uh, you played last year in Winnipeg. Uh, you played played that North Division. How was the season for you? Because protocols were obviously very restrictive, but and you never left country. Um, you played in Winnipeg all year. What, what was that like for you? Yeah, it was uh, it was different. You know, I, I think it's one of those things where um, you know that'll never happen again. Um, but at the same time, it, it was uh, you know it was kind of a cool opportunity, I guess, to you know to play against. Um, all Canadian teams, and you know you're having hockey night in Canada almost every single night. Um, obviously, there's no fans, but um, at the same time, uh, it, it was it was different. You know, I mean, it was something that I, I don't know. I don't think I would want to do again uh, with the no fans situation, and you know, not being able to leave Canada. But um, you know, it was still a good experience for me. You know, to be able to play for the Winnipeg Jets, um, it was. Uh, you know, it was a great opportunity, and, uh, you know, I did love my time there. So, like I said, it was a little bit different, but uh, overall, it, you know, it went well. And so far, you've played for three different Canadian teams. You played uh, a little bit in Ottawa. You played, obviously, in Montreal, uh, and then you played in Winnipeg. The Flyers traded for you from Montreal. Uh, seeing the Canadians, you have a lot of friends on that team, go on the run that they went on this year. Uh, I, I think it was one of those things where, you, know, you look at it, and it, they didn't have a great regular season, but they went on that heater, and they everybody bought in, and that that tells you that the NHL you're really never that far off, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. I I think you see every year, and you see these teams that kind of quote unquote come out of nowhere, but you know they do have good teams, and it, it's all about you know playing good hockey at the right time, and and Montreal did that. Um, you know, and there's a belief, you know, you have a belief within your group and in your team and you can win on any given night. I mean, that's, that's the, uh, the beauty of this league is that uh, there's so much parity. And I think that uh, there's a small margin uh, between teams of, uh, you know, getting over that hump. So, um, you know, anything can happen and I, you know, in, in any season and if you're playing good hockey and uh, everyone else is playing well on the team, um, you know, sky's the limit. Uh, as a guy that played here the year prior, um, I'm sure you're keeping kind of a, a an eye, a sideways eye on the Flyers while you're going through your season. You're seeing what's happening in your conversations with Chuck. And, you know, one of the things that he's talked about this offseason was everything's being done to lower the goals against. That was obviously a problem last year. 
Uh, did he talk about your role at all? Is it, I mean, I imagine it's, it's what you are. It's what Nate Thompson does. <laughs> You're a guy that comes in and, and plays hard minutes and plays, you know, take key face-offs, kills penalties. Same role? Yeah, I mean, at, at, at this point in my career, um, yeah, nothing changes. Um, you know, my role is, you know, self-explanatory. You know, like you said, it's, you know, it's killing penalties. It's uh, bringing some energy to that fourth line, you know, maybe chipping it offensively every now and then. And, um, you know, like, like you say, winning face-offs. You know, just doing the little things. You know, those are kind of the, you know, that's how I play. That's how I played my whole career is, you know, the little things for me are important. And, uh, you know, you see in the playoffs with, uh, you know, third and fourth lines, it's those little things. It's those, uh, you know, third and fourth lines that kind of help, team get over, you know, help teams get over the hump. So, um yeah, I'm just going to go in there and, you know, be myself and, you know, do my thing and, you know, try to contribute the best way I can to the team. Uh, you've seen it over the past couple of years that the, in the conscious mind of maybe fans and, and observers of the game that the value in fourth-line players has risen because you see what happened with Tampa losing in the final and then what they gained in that offseason really helped them propel them, big parts of it, to, to win in back-to-back cups, right? Absolutely. I mean, you could even go as far as, you know, you look at Montreal and, you know, how they rolled four lines and, you know, you see all the teams that are elite that end up going pretty deep in the playoffs and, and they have a fourth line that can play and that can contribute, you know, because you're going to have a lot of nights where, you know, those first couple lines are, that are playing against each other are probably going to cancel each other out. So, you know, those third and fourth lines can be the X factor in the game and, um, you know, I think uh, on our team in Philly, obviously we we have a a lot of skilled guys and a lot of guys that um, you know that can put the puck in the net. But at the same time, you know, if, if you know myself and um, the other guys playing in those bottom six roles can you know can make a difference, it can really uh, you know it can really help our team in the long run. You're heading into an 82 game season. You had the shortened season uh, with the pandemic hit. You had the 56 game last year. Now you're going back into an 82, and it's going to be a little bit different of an 82 as well, Nate, because the Olympic break is still scheduled in there. So it is condensed in a way with a big 22 day, uh, you know, rest period in February. Uh, how do you prepare this season? I, lo- I love talking to veteran players because it's no longer about going to the you know weight room and just you know, slapping on a bunch of 45s and, and pounding weights. It's about working smarter, not harder. Uh, how's your preparations going to be for this 82? Yeah, I mean, for me, nothing really changes. You know, my preparation going into a shortened season or, you know, a full season, it's it's pretty much all the same. You know, I, I think during the season you have to gauge yourself, um, you know, with the schedule and days off, you know, whether you need to work out here or there and uh, when you, you know, whether you need the rest and, um you know, over the course of my career, especially the last, you know, five, six years, um, it, it has for me been working smarter um, and not just working hard, but, you know, doing both and uh, trying to be smart about it. Um, so for me, you know, not a whole lot changes, you know, 82 game schedule with a long Olympic break, you know, I've done it before. And um, it's just a matter of, uh, you know, managing the schedule, managing yourself, your body, and, um, you know, everything that goes along with that. So, um, but I'm excited. I'm excited to get back to a normal season and and, and have some fans and uh, you know, get back into it. Did, does your body feel different after a shortened season, though? Like when you get into the summer and you decompress, does it feel a little less worn torn? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I mean, it, it's it's hard to say because it was such a condensed schedule. I mean, yeah. 
even playing 56 games, uh, obviously it's not as many, but you're playing it in a really short amount of time. So it, it's, it's kind of the equivalent of playing 82, I guess, you know, I mean, uh, you know, there were times uh, during the year this year where I think we, you know, I think one, one month we played, you know, 17, 18 games and, you know, like 31 days, you know? So, I mean, <laughs> um, you know, I, I think, like I said, it's, you just really have to, you really have to prepare, prepare the right way you have to take care of yourself uh because it can be a grueling schedule at times so um you know i like i said i i don't think it changes too much is too much for me and you know there's going to be stretches throughout the year where in 82 games we're going to have a little bit of time between games and there's going to be sometimes we're just playing every other day and, and uh that's just the way it goes but you know that's what we signed up for and uh you know i love it uh, are you back in the ice now I have been, yeah. I've actually been on the ice for quite a while. Uh, I didn't really take too much time off after, uh, you know, after the playoffs. Um, just the, you know, short summer, and um, you know, I think for me at this point in my career, I, I, you know, I, it's 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 a lot easier to uh, to lose it uh, pretty quick. So I, you know, I, I wasn't on the I wasn't off the ice for too long, and you know, I've been working out and skating uh, for a little while here now. So. Um, yeah, I mean, at the, and, and at the same time, I, I, you know, I still love the game, and I still love being on the ice. So, uh, you know, it's still a lot of fun for me. Um, yeah, it's it's better to just stay in shape than have to get back in shape, right? <laughs> That's right. It's just maintaining it. Uh, when do you head back here to Philadelphia and uh, kind of get living arrangements and everything settled for the season and, and start preparing for October fifteenth against Vancouver? I'll, I'll probably be back in uh, you know early September uh, is my tentative plan. Obviously, it's still fresh, and <laughs> um, you know I got to find a place and do all that stuff. Uh, but yeah, the plan is to come back, uh, you know, early September and you know get acclimated and you know hang out with all the rest of the guys and and uh, you know just get back to Philly. I'm uh, I'm pumped and I you know I just I really I, I can't wait to get going. I'm uh, I'm super excited about the season. You know anything about any of the other new acquisitions? Do you play with it? I mean, you haven't played in Columbus, so that takes Cam out, and then uh, Ryan Ellis has played in Nashville his entire career. But uh, your just recollections of playing against Cam Atkinson and Ryan Ellis throughout your career? Yeah, I mean, so you know, Cam Atkinson and I actually we we uh, we played together once at uh, at a World Championships uh, a long time ago. Uh, so I know Cam a little bit, and oh, cool. uh, yeah, I mean, he's. You know he's a skilled, uh, hard-working uh, winger that's uh, you know pretty versatile. I mean, he's a guy that can play the power play, the penalty kill. Uh, you know he's he's one of those you know game breakers. Um, so I mean I think it's a huge huge addition to our team. And then you know Ryan Ellis, uh, yeah I've had a lot of battles uh, with him. You know my my time in Anaheim, in my time in Anaheim, we'd always end up playing Nashville in the playoffs, and he was one of those guys that. Yeah, maybe he's uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, maybe he's not the biggest guy, but uh, you know he's hard to play against. He he plays real hard. He's you know he's good offensively, and you know, obviously he's very good defensively. So um, you know he's a guy that's been a top top team man in this league since he's been in the league. So yeah, I mean both those additions are huge, and, and they're going to be a you know huge part of our team moving forward. Yeah, Rasmus as well is another uh, big. I mean, what a yeah, freak he is! Yeah, right? yeah, that's another guy too. Yeah, uh, Ristolainen. I mean, he's 
he's another one of those guys every time I play Buffalo that he's just that D-man that's kind of always in your face, uh, hard to play against, and you're just kind of hoping that you're not on the ice with him at the same time. But, uh, you know, I think that's that's a compliment to him. Um, you know, whenever you can be, uh, you know, called one of those guys that's hard to play against and you don't want to play against that guy, that, that, that means it's a good thing. So uh, yeah. I'm glad he's on my team, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. He said, he said in his press conference, he says, I like to be a pain in the ass out there. <laughs> I said that's I love, great. I, I love, I love hearing that. I'm sure, I'm sure the Philly fans will like that too. Yeah, and, and he's a guy too. Like you know, he's never gotten into the playoffs. He's been in Buffalo, where it's been you know hockey hell for a while now. I, I imagine in a seven game series, a guy that can be that just a pain in the a pain in the rear end is that pays dividends in, in a seven game series. Oh, absolutely. I mean, when you have you know, big, imposing defensemen like him that can, uh, you know, really kind of uh, impose their will on the other team's forwards, the other, on the whole team. It's, uh, I mean, you see it, you saw it with, uh, you know, Tampa's D and, and Montreal's D, you know, you, and he's and he's the same kind of defenseman. Uh, you know, those kind of guys over a seven-game seven series can really wear you down. So uh, to have a guy like that um, in our lineup, uh, is is going to bode well for us this year? That's for sure. Yeah, it's, you get on the ice and you're just going, "This freaking guy again!" Jeez, come on, yeah. my break. Yeah. <laughs> he's relentless. Yeah. Uh, hey, yeah. Nate, uh, enjoy the rest of the summer out there uh, in California. I hope the best for you. I'm glad you're coming back, and uh, uh, it's going to be uh, an exciting season. Flyer fans are really excited with the changes. You're a part of it as well. Thanks for doing this. As always, we'll be talking through the year, and uh, best of luck with the training. Uh, it, was, it was my pleasure. Thanks for having me on, and uh, we'll see you soon. Thanks to Nate Thompson for joining us on this episode of Flyers Daily. Like I said, Kevin Hayes and Keith Yandel will be Wednesday's guest together. Best friends together again, this time with the Philadelphia Flyers. We'll hear from them on Wednesday's episode. Sam Moran coming up this week. We're also going to hear from Darrell Williams, Chuck Fletcher, Aline Vino, and a ton more as we ramp our way. 73 days away now from the 2021-22 season when the Flyers will drop the puck October 15th against the Vancouver Canucks. Everybody, thanks for listening. Enjoy your Monday, and we'll talk to you on Wednesday's Flyers Daily. Never fear.